0: Mawunga the outside, fangirl has to go back
1: to the inside, Animo lets loose now and he lets go with a big sprint in the middle of the track and the super in Animo races to the lead and kicked away from Mawunga fangirl and then came laws of indices but here's group win, group one win, number eight for the great Animo, destroys them
0: in the chipping
1: Well we, hey, eight group ones for the big A. Animo. How good was he on the weekend, Blake?
0: Yeah, they don't look like stopping him anytime soon either. He was um, outstanding. Uh, probably landed a, a pair further back than I
1: expected, but gee, he's got a turn of foot, doesn't he? He does. Uh, he's he's a joy to watch really, isn't he? So like we said, eight group ones now. Uh, he goes past the likes of, I think it was Maccabi Diva, Might and Power, Buffering, Superimpose. He's on an elite list. Uh, we've posted it on our socials yesterday. You've got it there. Of course, the great mayor winks up the top with black caviar, but, uh, mate, he's uh, with some elite company there.
0: Yeah, so I think um, I think he's, he's around number 14 in Australasia now. So next on his hit list would be Nature Strip on nine and Northerly on nine group One. So I, I'd expect him to win that in the next, you said, three weeks' time.
1: Yep, he goes to either the George Ryder or the uh, the Ranvet. So you would imagine whichever way they go, that's Group One win number nine for him.
0: Yeah, well, I'd, I'd be, I'd think that he'd probably have the Ranvet absolutely. Sorry, he'd have the George Ryder absolutely in his bag. Um, but getting up to two thousand meters, I, I think there's probably. Uh, a few horses that might improve, even though he's the Cox Plate winner. He's the weight for age champion of Australia. I think he'd probably start shorter in the George Ryder yep. than he would in the Ranvet, but mm.
1: we'll see. Which is interesting because the markets at the moment, the way they are, dollar $1.70 in the in the Ranvet and $2.40 in the George Ryder. So... Um, could be a little bit of meat on the bone there, but of course, mate, this is the way. And we're going to do it a little bit differently this week. Rather than finding three horses to follow, we're just going to review the five Group One races because uh, what a weekend, mate! I even for the for the not a if you're not a punter, but just love watching horse racing, which I'm both. But for me, I think that was one of the best weekends of racing that we've had like, in a long time. In yeah. Terms it's of, cra- in terms of across the board, I thought, of course, Animo that we've already touched on, that finish in the surround was just a super finish. You've got the Queenslander Uncommon James giving Benny Thompson, Steve O'Day, Matt Hoisted the number one group, first Group 1 wins. thought it was a great weekend.
0: I wouldn't go as far as you, but considering you backed uh, Sunshine in Paris, your soft spot for Uncommon James, uh, yeah, I can see why you love the yeah. weekend so
1: much. It was good. But, mate, quality of racing was... Outstanding across the board. We'll start with Sydney, I guess. The, yeah, let's the, go the to Sydney. Yes. Stakes. It, was a, it was a tight finish in the surround, of course, in secret. Um, I don't think you can say a disappointing favourite because she was beaten a, a short half head, but um, I guess the market expectation, they the market thought she would win. Um, she finished third. Ruthless Dame, interesting sort of run. Sunshine in Paris snuck through late, and Zogotcha probably... Um, probably the the run of the race, and if you backed her, you'd be um, astounded that she didn't finish in the placings. Yeah, it was a
0: it was a it was a very tight finish. Uh, I sort of thought I was of the opinion that if In Secret got clear galloping room, she'd be too good for them. So I would. Consider her effort slightly disappointing. Um, she was on the worst part of the track. Uh, no horses won up that inside all day, but she did get clear galloping room. She was dominant uh, at her previous start. So oh, I I would have thought she she would have put them away. Sunshine in Paris, she was really strong late, as I said to you earlier. I didn't think she was going to win at the furlong, but she really knuckled down late and, and surged through and won the race. Uh, Ruthless Dame, I thought she was one of the better runs of the race. She travelled three deep without cover. She was only having her fourth career start. I know Sunshine in Paris had only one more start under her belt, but um, as far as I know, Ruthless Dame was the most likely race horse in the race, and, and she did a terrific job considering she covered extra ground. Um, she really didn't know what she was doing at, at one stage, she was just sort of wobbling about, and then when Sunshine in Paris ducked through on her inside, she, she picked the bit back up and she came again on the line. So she did a terrific job. Interested to see where, she, where they go with her. Zoo gotcha. She was really good. She had every possible chance, but she missed a run with that elevated temperature. So she's gone super. Um, And then the ones, the one that I'd like to follow outside of the placings was, uh, she's a belter. I thought she was really good. She got back. um, She got on heels prior to the 800 meters. Uh, She got to the outside and she really found the line. I think that was the best last 200 of the day. So getting to a mile, uh, if they draw low with her, maybe she can settle closer to the lead speed. But there's not much between these fillies. Uh, as the
1: finish suggested on sal- Saturday, Nick? I'm so glad you mentioned she's a belter. Um, I haven't looked at the races in depth, but watched the replays a few times. I'm so big on her when it comes to the winter carnival. I think she's got a mortgage on a race like the Tats Tiara, that three-year-old sort of preparation like Star had 12 months ago. She went, went through the Surround, uh, went through a couple of those other races like a Coolmore, and then, of course, into that Stradbroke and, and, J- uh, and Tats Tiara. So good to see she's on track because she had no luck in the spring.
0: Yeah, well, you might be right. Um, she's definitely on track, and she's looking for a mile now. Yeah. So she's I'm a JJ
1: Atkins to... winner there at Eagle Farms. So, yeah, so yep. you
0: might be right. You might be on it. No market's out yet, so right. we'll have to wait for those to, to drop. But yep. we're we'll, in, interested to see what price she goes up.
1: Hmm, be very interesting. Um, no doubt the Coolmore on the radar for a lot of those fillies as well. Um, next start. But, mate, the feature, I guess, of the day there at Randwick on the weekend was the Chipping Norton. Animo, like we've already mentioned, he got his eighth group one. He was too good for for fangirl, Mwanga, and Laws of Indices, who's going really well this prep.
0: Yeah, uh, this race went really well, so it's a race that we can follow uh, into the future.
1: (laughs) Mwanga showed a bit of speed, didn't he? He did. I didn't think he'd be so close, um, and I think we were sort of talking about it earlier. It's probably the first time we've seen him settle so close, but... um, For a horse that's got so much ability, we haven't seen the best of him for a little while, but I think the end of that spring, like his Cox Plate run was pretty good, and coming into the the first two runs this autumn, he might be back to his best.
0: Yeah, I think that there's a race in him for sure. Um, I'm interested to see where they go with him. He's he's sat on speed on, on, you'd say, more than an even tempo um, for a Group 1. So he's done a good job there, and if he can show that versatility in the in the future, then he's going to win more races because you just want to be on speed rather than his old racing pattern yep. getting out of the back and, and not having the best of luck. But, yep, I think there's a race in him. I think the all-star mile, if he could get a wild-card entry into the race, uh, that would be the sort of race for him. Uh, I thought Fangirl was fantastic behind Enemo. You could be forgiving of the beaten margin. She was held up there at a crucial time. thought she was really strong on the line. She was in the inferior going. Uh, back to mare's grade or back to handicap conditions, she could be winning a race. Uh, laws of indices, laws of indices. I thought he was outstanding. Um, he was held up in behind horses like he didn't lose too much momentum but when he got to the outside i really liked the way he tacked the line so there's a big handicap in him montefilia thought she was outstanding as well uh big squeeze between the eight and 400 that was the best sectional of the race Uh, and she was still really strong late best last 200 meters of the race so she's looking for 2000 meters now and then other horses like arapaho he's out of his grade here he's run well I think he's only a 103 raider, so um, he could even go back to just listed company and yep. be very competitive. And then you got the horse down the bottom, Stockman. He had the second best last 200 metres of the race, so he's warmed up late. He uh, is very much so on track for the Sydney Cup, which we suggested would be a good race for him at that $26 quote a few weeks ago. <laughs>
1: Yeah, fingers crossed, mate. I, um, I certainly had a little nibble at that price there in the Sydney Cup. Um, just having a look at a few futures markets. Montefiore, she, uh, she lowered the colours of Very Elegant in the Ranvit 12 months ago. That was the day you probably remember. Very Elegant anchoring every single multi that they have it. had. In the, I think there was five horses in the race and uh, Montefiore wasn't expected to do it. But she's about a $13 chance in the Ranvit to defend her title, which... If you happen to get there in three weeks' time and Animo goes to the uh, the George Ryder and stays at the 1500, I can't imagine the likes of Fangirl being in the Ranford. I don't think Gold Trip will be there. Um, interesting to see what those couple of internationals do. I think William Haggis has got a horse by the name of Dubai Honor and um, Mike Moroni now has Alan Kerr, who's a, another international, but she could almost be top of the market. Come yeah, yeah,
0: I agree. I, I sort of had a look at that race this morning. Um, and if Enemo's there, she probably would be at the top of the market. Mm. Um, I don't know too much about the internationals. I don't know whether they're coming or they're any good. But, yeah, yeah she she was very good first up. And I, I can't see her being a $13 chance at all.
1: No, not at all.
0: So I think she starts them. she'd start half that quote.
1: Definitely. Um, even if Enemo is in the race. Yeah, 100%. Um, Sandown, mate. We had three group ones there. We had uh, the Blue Diamond, of course, the Futurity Stakes and the Oakley Plate. Uh, great afternoon of racing all across the board. But we'll start with the Blue Diamond for the two-year-olds. Uh, members only had a bet on Steel City. And if you haven't watched the replay, don't go and watch the replay because, gee, she was stiff.
0: Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to say that she would have won the race, but she just didn't get her opportunity to win the race. She looked like she was really travelling at the time. Um, So Blake Shin put her in a lovely spot. She began well with the blinkers on for the first time. Uh, He found the right spot with her, which was just in behind the leading pack. Um, I I think that he, he, he went for a run on the fence and it probably wasn't there The the leader laid back in on him he lost momentum in my opinion a run did come to the outside of the leader maybe two strides after that so if he waits two strides he can just pop out it wouldn't have been a pop out he would have had to shove out but the horse was going really well i think that she couldn't take that gap because she did lost lose that momentum and then she had to get back take the big take the bit back up um, but yeah she, she she was just a complete excuse we, we we don't know whether she would have went on and won the race but she was really travelling into the race yeah. uh, Little Bros really good good ride by Michael D finding a spot um, and weaving a passage through I thought Don Corleone was probably the best run in the race um, and he's the horse that I'd, I'd want to follow out of it he was held up at a crucial time uh, he was held up on several occasions actually when he did get out he produced the best last 200 metres of the race and the other one out of the race that went really well uh, was Dubenenko mm. Dean Yendel in the saddle. He um, had
1: some uh, choice words to say after the race in his post-race comments. Um, did he? What did well, Dean say? It was just a simple effort, <laughs> which um, I think that going off that comment, he probably thought he probably should have finished closer to.
0: Yeah, well, um, the horse was out the back, uh, not doing a whole lot, but really warmed up late, and, and you'd think that – a race like the sires in a couple of weeks would be a good race for him.
1: As in the the, the VRC, VRC sires, yep. yeah.
0: I think it's fourteen hundred meters usually at Flemington or yes. something like that. So I would um, expect that horse to show up there and be very competitive.
1: You know what horse uh, went through that VRC sires a few years ago? and Was a very good run, similar run in the Blue Diamond. A horse by the name of Hitotsu didn't mm-hmm. win the race, but that's the sort of sort of he's had that similar sort of run. I'm trying to think of, um, do you remember
0: that horse uh, of Snowden's that ran well in the Blue Diamond and then might have run in a size and then a Golden Slipper? Maybe backed up a week later. He became a stallion as well. Von Costa de Hero. Oh, yeah. Do you remember him? Going back a while, yeah, going back yeah. a long time. I'm showing my age, yeah. but um, I have to go and have a look at him. But yeah. Um, yeah, he was he was a very 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 good horse. I was actually on him that day in the slipper, and he runs second. Um, I'm not saying that uh, that horse is, is my slipper horse, but Don Corleone, I think he's he's probably getting elevated to near enough to top. Seed for mine for the slipper, so I'm excited to see him go around. He'll. I wouldn't think that they'll give him another run before the slipper. That's. I doubt it. Three weeks. three runs yeah. under his belt, three weeks into the slipper. That he's probably a more of a 1400 meter horse. So you'd want to be three weeks fresh into the slipper. And gee, he's going to be really strong. Laden. I think um the $15 that it's about for him in the Golden Slipper is pretty generous.
1: Yeah, that um slipper picture is going to be. I suppose a few more pieces of the puzzle will be put into place on the weekend with the Todman and the Riesling, but um, have you found what you're looking for? Yeah, I did.
0: I, I'm looking at Von Costa de Hero. So he actually didn't run in the Blue Diamond. He ran in the Blue Diamond Prelude, and then he was four weeks off into the Sires, and he won that. And then he came to the Slipper six weeks later. Six weeks later after the Sires. So there's there's been a... Of a change Legi. in the yeah been been a bit of a change in the um, the scheduling but he went six weeks into the slipper and he was beaten point two of a length by Sebring and he came from last so he's run pretty well Sebring
1: form good form yeah no doubt enough reminiscing we had well we'll still reminisce but a little bit closer we'll go to the uh, the futurity on the weekend mate um, maybe not your favourite horse but. Certainly a lot of people under the TLU banner just idolise alligator blood. Um, and he's, he's hard not to like, really, isn't he? He's got that racing pattern that you know he, he's on speed, he's tough, he takes plenty of, uh, of running down, and that's what sort of came to fruition in the Futurity.
0: Yeah, this race is um, this race. They've they've gone really slowly. Um, Nugget took up the running. Uh, good ride here by Blake Shin, just letting him go, getting his back, and and they've really zipped home. So, in a race that's run like that, Alligator Blood is going to be very hard yes. to catch. So, uh, he's gone very well. He was first up. A lot of these horses had a run under their belt. So. He's gone well. Uh, I thought Mr. Brightside was outstanding. He he probably settled a, a pair further back than I expected. Uh, he had a bigger squeeze between the 8 and the 400 metres, and he was still stronger late than, than I was thunderstruck. So I have to say that Mr. Brightside... Is probably going better than I'm thunderstruck on this path to the All Star Mile, yep. um, and he's the horse that I want to follow out of the race. I, I thought he was outstanding, and I think he is right on track to uh, give that massive race a, a big shake.
1: Yeah, I um I had something on him in the All Star Mile prior to the run on on Saturday. That's Mister Brightside. That is um, on the sort of basis that if he won, he'd probably firm. But I took eleven dollars. He's um he went in he firmed into six dollars on the back of on the back of that run, so obviously the market sort of likes him as well, and the uh, the section of times out of the race back it up a bit.
0: Yeah, he went he went okay. super. Mate, you're you're right on track there. 1400 meter first up, stays at 1400 meters, yep. and and then up to the mile. I think did he good. have
1: the fastest last 200 meters of the day?
0: I think he had the he had the, he didn't have the fastest last 200. He had a bit of a drop off there, but yep. he um he had the fastest last 400 meters of the meeting. So yep. he's gone super
1: beautiful. Um, one other group, one mate, and it was the Oakley Plate to finish off the afternoon. Eleven hundred metres under handicap conditions, um, we knew it was going to be a cracking race. Just going on, you know, it's just all, it always has been the field size. Um, you know, those horses on the up with no weight on their back, and it was uncommon. James, the little tank from Queensland, that got the job done, mate.
0: Yeah, he he went super, mate. Um... Every possible chance there was there was some good runs in behind him I, I think most horses had their chance. I would say that probably um, King of Sparta would be the one that you could argue was a touch stiff but um, lofty strike was was outstanding I yeah, thought uh, he probably uh, got a little bit too far back in a race that was they they ran along and they still managed to zip home so. Um. So he's he's done a, a terrific well, a, job.
1: A horse like Zoo Style, who going off watching it on the TV, like he looked like he went along, went out at a breakneck tempo. He's finished fifth, not beaten all that far either. So like, sort of goes to show those horses that were on speed might have been favoured by the the way the track played a little bit as well.
0: Yeah, no doubt. Um. Yeah. When 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 you got uh, a pace like that, you you you're better off being within. Six lengths of the lead speed. Yep. So, so I think Lofty Strikes come from outside of that. He, he's, he's made a long, sustained run. He was still really strong on the line. He had the second-best last 200 metres of the race. So he's gone super. There's other horses in the race that have gone good. Um, King of Sparta, he was back in trip, so uh, 1,100 metres is not usually his go, he's more of a twelve fourteen hundred 1,400 metre horse, so he's a horse that's really flying and, and he can be followed out of the race, but uh, the horse that I'd probably want to follow out of the race, outside of the winner, Uncommon James is, is probably potentially uh, a real Galaxy horse, Yeah, uh, I would think. Um, I think you've
1: got a nomination for the TJ Smith, I don't know, I don't think Galaxy nominations are out yet, but for those majors over the championship, that's that's where he's nominated, but... Yep. Yep. He's well, right.
0: he'd be a big chance in a Galaxy. I uh, think he
1: could run fourteen hundred. Of course, he was he was favourite for the Sir Rupert Clark before he got that um, slight issue in the spring, and they tipped him out. Um, you know, could he be a Stradbroke horse?
0: I wouldn't say no. He did, He does everything right. He settles well. He he quickens at the right time. He's a real winner. Um, I guess he's only he's only been beaten once. Is that correct?
1: Uh, twice. He got beaten on debut. Then he won. He won his five or six in a row, and then he was beaten in the Rubiton first up. Uh,
0: okay, twice. Yeah, he's yep. been beaten twice. Yep. Um, but yeah, I think, um, the is his race if if he comes to Sydney. But, um, I think Lofty Striker he's going to be competitive
1: in the new market if they go there. I'd say they would. I think was he third or fourth in a in a Coolmore in the spring? Yeah,
0: I would think that that's his sort of race. Twelve hundred metres is going to suit him down to the ground, as you said. He's he's run well down the straight in the past, so. That's his race, um, whether or not he's good enough to win it, but yep. he'll run well.
1: Anything out of the race that you could you know, make a... We're a long way out. We're six or eight months away, but could you make a case for any of those runners getting an Everest slot?
0: Uh, not particularly. Um, Uncommon James would have to be the, the number one seed yep. to get an Everest slot. Um, he's he's ticked the Group 1 handicap box, so um, I guess he'll come to Sydney and, and he will... Um, if, he, if he runs in the Galaxy, he's already ticked that box, so yep. um, he's going to be hard to beat in a race like that. But if they contest a race like the TJ, that's, that's Group 1 wait-for-age sprinting. Mm-hmm. Um, and if he can tick that box, then he would definitely be in line for an Everest slot.
1: Absolutely. Well, that's it from us, I think. That's the five Group 1s covered. Uh, is there anything else that you wanted to touch on before we wrap up for another episode?
0: No, not not particularly.
1: Um, I'm excited about the racing on the weekend. Yep. Um, two guineas and a Canterbury stakes. So the Randwick guineas, of course, at Randwick, Australian guineas at Flemington. What's your thoughts on that? Very quickly, two two guineas, both sixteen hundred metres, different states, same day. Well, it's not ideal. No, put it um, in the bin. Yeah, I,
0: I'd, I'd definitely be running them on separate days. You yep. you want to see your best horses against your best horses. Um. So even if you even if you gave horses the opportunity to back up a week later or something yeah. along those lines,
1: I'd like. I mean, I I can understand the in terms of the placement for Victoria putting the the Australian Guineas a fortnight or yeah a fortnight before the the All Star Mile and the winner getting a wild card. But um, they've pushed back the Australian Cup. I'd love to see the Australian Cup and the uh, the Guineas on the same day and. Get Super Saturday back.
0: Get it back. I agree. I
1: agree. Beautiful. That's us. Thanks, punters.
0: Have a great week. And as always, from the leg up, gamble responsibly.